Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Big Stories podcast. On this episode, I get to talk to a friend of mine, as well as someone that I have the pleasure of collaborating with on a business level. Uh, He went from a full-time collegiate athlete and then transitioning that passion to a full-fledged athletics and fitness business. We talk all about his vision, We talk about um, how he's transitioned his business throughout COVID and where he sees his business going. So stay tuned because this is a good one. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today. Um, For anyone who don't know, which is pretty much everyone that's watching, introduce yourself you'll do it better than me and I'll let everyone know what your business is and what you offer perfect uh so the name is galen and i am the founder of titan athletics and what we offer is we offer just uh, a variety of anything athletics we are a central hub um, that just hosts and different types of programs for athletics yoga sports specific training personal training and anything you're looking for athletics really that's awesome and the name is titan where where did that name come from titan okay so this was this was just a a group of us who were throwing things around and we we wanted to we, we always wanted to start something and it uh it started off as top tier because we thought that we were just a tier above the competition, not knowing what the competition really was, but just kind of doing it and um, slowly just came down to, to talking about like what we liked and things we did. So then it became tightened because of mythology and history and watching movies, to be honest. Yeah. And then we, we recycle that back into the logo. So that's, that's really where it started and how it kind of came to be. Awesome. And you said we... So obviously Titan is not just you. Yes. Um, who else is involved in the company? So it started off as just a few friends, I would say sports enthusiasts. Uh, and then with that, um, we've just kind of grown as a, as a business into adding different parts and different pieces where everyone kind of excels. So there's V or Bethersian. Um, he's kind of the right hand man to the business and he takes care of all of our youth programming. Um, then we have Joshua Delphin and he's our digital arts guy. He's putting all together, all our videos, um, a lot of our social media. Um, and then there's just other people in the background that kind of chime in when they, when they can, but they're doing their own thing in their own respect. So it's, it's definitely a group of us that, work together to bring the brand to where it is absolutely I mean I always feel as though uh that is the best way to run a business is uh you definitely need that support system whether it be your family or whether it be your friends I run my business pretty much solo but um I do get help and inspiration from others uh and I think like I said it's the best way to go uh, when you want to build something strong and you want to do it the right way. It's, it's huge. Um, I couldn't have done it myself. Like definitely having the team aspect in it was just, it just makes life easier. And it makes, even when I have an idea, um, sometimes they're the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm living in, in on Mars or sometimes we all just kind of bring each other back to to where we need to get things done. So. That's awesome. So uh, just a little bit more in detail of what you guys offer. So really, you said anything athletic. Uh, Do you want to get a little bit more specific as to who you cater your services to um, and what else that you guys do in terms of um, athletic and fitness and wellness as well? Correct. Correct. So basically what we've been doing Um, just from the beginning so it started off as really just fitness um, and just basketball so coming from a basketball background and a fitness background 
um, I was teaching a lot of the classes, then started to make some collaborations with yourself as a trainer mm-hmm. and other local trainers out there um, in regards to finding what their niche and what they offered and what they brought um, to open and broaden our clientele. Um, so we've done a lot of partnerships, a lot of collaborations um, just to offer to a, a bigger clientele and offer more services than we initially started with. So um, initially, again, it was basketball, soccer, and fitness. Um, and then we've now branched into like the wellness of yoga, um, trying to work on nutrition, um, nutrition and, and helping people just build their own meal plans with some one-on-one fitness and one-on-one training, um, as well as group classes that we offer throughout the week. So um, it's just our, our clientele is definitely anyone that is looking to build a healthy habit or healthy life practice. Um, And then if you have a specific goal or you do a specific activity or sport, we're definitely out there finding the resources for you to be successful. Yeah. I like when you were first telling me about the company and what you have to offer. And then once I got myself involved, it was awesome just to see how well-rounded the services were. So it wasn't just athletics. It wasn't just fitness. Um, you were just starting to dabble into the wellness aspect of things. Uh, And I think a lot of times that, uh, is what's missing in fitness services So we want to just focus on the physical aspect of things, but now more and more I'm seeing trainers and, uh, companies in general offering more of that well-rounded picture. Why do you think that's important? Uh, well, the idea kind of came from experience. Yeah. So, uh, so definitely, um, because of my background, so I'll say collegiate basketball player, Mm -hmm. um, before that playing basketball in Canada, it was your coach was your everything was your strength and conditioning coach was your basketball coach was your skill development coach um, was your mentor was was everything right and we didn't focus on nutrition we didn't focus on so many different aspects of sport um, it wasn't until I went out to university uh, where our coaching staff went from, two volunteer coaches to a two one head coach three assistants and a full team of strength and condition um, nutrition coaches Um, and then they were sending us to different things to check our mental health they were checking on us Um, we had yoga sessions we had so many things available to us that it was it was like this is what everyone is looking for it's not it's a a one-stop shop like titan isn't just your fitness platform isn't just your sport platform it is actually a one-stop shop if you need whatever service you need to to benefit yourself uh, in the health and wellness sector we're trying to find the resources to, to be able to cater to that absolutely and you also have a really interesting aspect to your business as well which is that you help to promote other trainers so really tighten is that overarching company and you help to promote other trainers um, and get them that exposure. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So that whole umbrella effect that um, we collectively kind of came up under as at at the start when it was just me training and loved it, loved being one-on-one, loved being in the big group sessions with the, the clients, working with kids. It was great. But I think that the whole fitness world um, the athletic world would have been better with the the mentality of a collaborating and collaboration versus competition. Um, a lot of the time when we're looking at different sports, different training facilities, different teams, we focus so much so highly on the competition of things. Yeah. Uh, we forget that when we collaborate, we offer so much more when it comes to resources, understanding, um, and just what we can bring to the service. So Definitely from the jump, we were like, you know what, let's find people who are just as passionate, people who are maybe just starting off or established already, but people that were in to what we were in and were willing to provide a service to to not only benefit themselves, but to benefit the community and communities around them. Exactly. And it's such a reciprocal relationship. I feel like 
you know, collaborating with you and other trainers, I learn so much yeah. and we just, we take the time to really learn from one another. Uh, and that just helps to better the service in and of itself. So, and it just makes it a lot more fun, yeah. a lot more enjoyable and the clients feed off of that yeah. when they see that they can, you know, get a service where there's not only collaboration, but people actually want to be there. People are open to learning uh, and continuing to learn and bringing that forth and teaching them is huge. It's, it's a huge amazing. part. Yeah, it's a huge part of building morale and just the overall community feel of a company. So there was a few uh, events that you did and collaborations that you did that were helping to raise money or helping just to get people out during COVID um, or the beginning stages of COVID. Uh, how has the sense of community changed uh, since the harsh restrictions have been put into place due to COVID? It's definitely been a big challenge. Um, definitely in the, in the middle of the, this whole lockdown and the, the heavier restrictions, um, we were able to collaborate and do a lot of community-based uh, events with other um, big groups. That's Pro Style Fitness and Nine Two Five Wellbeing, and we did uh, a food uh, a food for change and drive there a giant boot camp. We've done some online classes together. We've done some sport classes. Some they've done some nature walks and different events, yeah. um, and it's just been it was great. Um, and then we try to keep the buzz up, but it's just it's been a rough ride just because that personal interaction kind of was gone and now everything was, was all virtual. So um, we've definitely kept in touch and tried our best to, to do as many events within the restrictions. Yeah. Um, and and we're, our plan is as soon as things are kind of lifted, kind of working back to where we left off. Uh, but right now it's just about keeping that communication and building on the collaboration um, that we started with actually we were able to kind of share clientele throughout the time is basically because we had different clients. We catered to different things. We did different things. Um, there was a lot of different opportunities yeah. and we're able to say, Hey, uh, I have a client that's looking for, for this. I know you offer this, or I have a kid that's looking for this opportunity. Um, what can you bring to the table to, to offer? And we just kind of passed clients around and we knew that we were all providing um, great services. So people came, they showed up to our stuff. So that aspect of community was still a part of uh, what we started initially. Yeah. I found, yeah, I found it really difficult to keep that retention uh, and keep people wanting to show up because like you said, being in person is super key to making people motivated, um, having something to look forward to. It's different when now you're in your house, it's maybe just you and yeah. you're working out in front of a screen. <laughs> and that was something that I struggled with in the class setting or in our sessions because some people didn't want to turn their cameras on. Yeah. They didn't want to interact. And it became like this sort of scary experience. Uh, and it definitely took some adjusting, not only from the trainer's perspective, uh, but from the client's pers perspective too. Like it was oh. just, I don't know if you experienced that, but I just experienced this level of fear that people had that like we weren't in person, but they just <laughs> didn't necessarily want to show up on screen. Oh, for sure. It was, uh, it was even when we just started the online thing, it was, it was just so interesting going from in person where you have that prior, the before and after communication where you get to know your clients and you get to know the people that are joining your classes as people, not just clients to you um and then when you went online that that changed it was like here's the start of class hi hello we get started and again people would turn their cameras on some people would turn them off and yeah. you wouldn't get that interaction as much as again people said that they were enjoying the workouts they were working hard and they they really liked it that connection was never there um right. and it became really difficult to 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 just keep going forward but we had to. And again, as you said, the motivation is something like when you're going out in public or you have a place to go to or somewhere where you can do your hair and, and, and go out, yeah. 
you feel good after you've done that workout, you've done the work to put on your outfit and go out. Or if you have a vacation plan, you, you say, I'm going to commit to the gym and you're working hard for your, your sessions. And then boom. But now we have, we didn't have anything. Yeah, no, for sure. It was, it was an adjustment, but I feel as though, and this speaks volumes about, I think the strength of a company or strength of whoever runs a company is that the adaptiveness happened. Like we were able to adapt. Uh, and I think it speaks to our generation, us being millennials, as much as I don't like to admit that, but, uh, but yeah, it, it came down to that. And just the simple fact that now you had no choice, like you have to adapt to what the situation is and everyone sort of gradually caught on. What do you think this is teaching businesses now, whether they be old or whether they be new businesses and they don't have to be fitness businesses, but just in general, um, what do you think that this is teaching us? I think we watched the whole world turn upside down, but yeah. then, then figure it out really quick that you didn't need um, these giant office spaces to run a, su- a successful business. You don't need um, to have the best facility to get great product and, and great service. You have um, a product that people like and people want, and you have people to administer that. That is, it, it speaks volumes for itself. So it was just a learning curve and we uh, you could see every business learn how to adapt and change on the fly things would be open for two weeks and then two weeks later you were closed and yeah uh, we all had to just decide to be shut down and just wait or do we make the the necessary changes and to be honest we if you sit at home for two weeks doing nothing your body's going to do the changing on its own and you might not like how it changes so exactly (laughs) So uh, it was just important to keep everybody moving to some extent and doing something. So we were able to do some youth programming. We did some basketball stuff from home with local basketball trainers. And then we kept our fitness boot camps going on all throughout. And, and thanks to you for, for partnering on that one. Absolutely. Uh, so really what, and I hate to admit this, but I can admit it to you just because it's you, but I felt as though the pandemic taught me a lot about myself. It brought a lot of good into my life in the sense that I don't know if without the pandemic, I would have started my own fitness brand. Uh, I would have just learned to adapt as quickly as I did. And like I said, learn so much about myself as an individual and learn about myself as a businesswoman. Do you feel the same? To, to, to a great extent. Um, this is actually my second, second attempt at doing my, my own thing down the fitness line. Mm-hmm. Um, I initially was doing it always. I was always the person collaborating. So I was a service provider and I was reaching out, other teams were reaching out, other individuals were, were reaching out and I would work under different um, organizations to run this. So then um, I did take a quick stint, tried it out and it was, there was definitely things that we did well and things that I'm learning now and I've learned and I've brought those changes to Titan. Um, But definitely no, without the pandemic, there was a lot that I learned about myself um, and a lot of positive things, uh, I would say personally that, that I'm taking towards how things going? Did it pan out? Did the year pan out the way I, I wanted it to? Um, like anyone's did. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone's really panned out to to what we were expecting. And but you know, you got to take what we have. We have, we have the business. You have your business, and and there's definitely a lot of positives to take away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. Depending on who I'm speaking to, I like to admit that um just because yeah I mean it's the it's the honest truth there was we experienced a lot of loss a lot of sadness uh throughout all of our communities uh, throughout the world but I think depending on the person that I speak to there was a lot that was gained throughout and a lot of I think a lot of people got a chance to learn about themselves 
uh, as well as, you know, their loved ones, their friends, their family along the way. For sure. Um, so obviously running your own business comes with a lot of tiresome hours, uh, and you wouldn't do that if you didn't love what you did. Yeah. So where did your love of sports and athletics and fitness come from? Uh, it stems from a long, long time of practice. Yeah. Um, I think I was born with some sort of sport in my hand because ever since I know myself, there was multiple sports going and there was multiple practices, multiple workouts in a day. Um, there was school stuff, competitive stuff, um, provincial stuff that was always just been going. And I took that all the way to university. And basically when I came back, it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't not do something sport related. I think a lot of um, my relationships in general, people know me because of a sport. Right. Um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It's, it's, it's hard. You meet so many people and something like, I, I totally forget where I've actually met this person, but yeah. Um, but no, I just, I had to kind of translate that into the business. And um, I was reading something the other day and it just said like, make whatever you do, something you love. It's not like we're waking up and going to work and doing the same tiresome job and we're upset to wake up to go to it. Mm -hmm. I, yes, those they're long hours. Yeah. Um, yes, sometimes it's strenuous or stressful, but it's something that I'm passionate about and I can't, I can't see myself really focusing on anything else eventually. So. Yeah. I think as long as I've known you, I think a lot of what you took from sports uh, is reflective in your personality, just how, and this is, this can be like a good or a bad thing, like just how <laughs> not critical you are of yourself, but you just expect a lot from yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then what you, whatever you commit to, you commit to like 110%, even if it maybe affects your social life or it affects other aspects of your life, you just really want to focus in on whatever it is that you're doing, um, specifically sports related. Um, when you went away to basketball, like how, how was that experience in terms of living such a disciplined schedule like you were telling me you would work out like two three times a day everything was like quite regimented yeah so down down south it's it's very different than it is here yeah and um that's that's a great word discipline and commitment um you gotta be committed to your craft and you gotta build that self-discipline and and sometimes i look at it as built to a fault because <laughs> as you said um I do get pretty involved into the things that I'm doing, especially athletically. Yeah. And, and that, that does take away from a lot. Like I know growing up um, you said social life and there's times I'm thinking I didn't have the, the most exciting social. Yes. In the sport realm, I enjoyed doing a lot of that, but it was like, when you went to school, then you went to practice, then you left school practice to go to another practice to get home to do schoolwork. Yeah, because you didn't only play one sport. You played any sport that the school offered you played. They, I tried. I tried. <laughs> I definitely tried. I tried my best. They, there was times they had to tell me to that I wasn't allowed to because there was like two sports in <laughs> in the same season and I was it's like but, but it, it can fit in my schedule why why not and what what can you do but it was I, I just like being busy I like athletics and um it was a it was a great great experience when you're on the court or when wherever you're at whatever sport you're playing whatever it is. <laughs> what is the feeling that like envelops you the most like what what uh, do you get wrapped up in like when you step onto a court what's going on in your mind it is it is a, an oasis a, a utopia it is um 
just a different a different place yeah um there's definitely the moment where you're just in it and nothing else matters like you're in a zone you're you're just blown away by the experience and just living that moment no matter how bad that day was or how the week is going if you had a test or um, something happened in your personal life being in that moment was just nothing else mattered yeah I finally understand that and I I mean being involved in fitness for like four or five years and just starting my business I realize I I feel the same way I whether I'm training myself or training someone else, nothing else matters. Yeah. It's just what you're doing in that movement, how you're bettering yourself, how you're bettering somebody else. Yeah. Do you still carry that feeling in your business and when you're working in your business? A hundred percent. We've, we've kind of established it's, it's here on our vision board. That's here. Um, it's running a business that when you advertise you can be yourself yeah and that's exactly what we envision it's what whatever we do whatever we say whatever we run it's we don't have to sell anything I don't have to tell somebody hey join this program you need it no join this program because you'll love it yeah and you're going to not only love it, you'll benefit from it. So definitely, I, I, everything that I've built up on and builds my experience, I kind of just bring that back to, to classes when I run them. Um, or I try to get that energy when I'm kind of advertising the business so that people are already there when they doesn't matter which trainer, which coach, which instructor, which person they're working with. Um, they already have that vibe to say, Hey, like I'm here and I want to commit. Like you, you've been to classes, you have some clients that they will be there every day. Every and time. They like the social part of it. They mm-hmm. like the fitness part of it. Um, it's not just like a fitness class. It's now a, a group of people that you can almost consider friends because you know them so well. So, um, but yeah, it's just, I, I've, I've always liked sport and athletics for that and I I just want to continue the business that way as well yeah I there's like this yeah there's this feeling that just comes over me where it's just I get to be myself and I think that's a big part of any business people join a business or they acquire a service not right off the bat based on what the service is it's who's involved in the service and the business yeah 100 percent. i really think that you having that connection with that potential client is what sells them quote unquote sells them or what (laughs) what speaks to them is do you vibe well with one another you know what your vision is what your energy is before they even hear about you know this is the service and this is what we're priced at. A lot of people, and I've seen it myself, and I'm sure you have too, they don't mind paying a little bit more or exploring uncomfortable situations. Um, they don't mind that when they are shown by the person who runs the place that like, it's okay, I'm here for you. Uh, and feeling that support and that love and that passion, I think yeah. that's that's what sells people. That's what gets people involved in businesses is the person, then the service afterwards. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, this this whole industry is super customer service, um, super customer savvy. And before you even get to the service, you got to be able to understand the customer. And mm-hmm. I I hate even considering people as customers or as clients, because for me, everyone's just another person. And it's how we make that bond, how we make that relationship at first. Um, And then if if you're looking for a service and I can help you out, that's where I'm going to try to 
try to provide and be, and be that service provider. But initially it's just conversation. Can we have this conversation? Like, what are you, what are your goals in life? What are yeah. your goals for yourself? What are your goals fitness wise or, and everyone's different. Some people have no say personal fitness goals, but they've, they've come to join different programs that we offer because they need a break from the pandemic. They need a break from everything else that's going on with them and a fitness class, a yoga class, um, a meditation an open conversation um, just gets them out and about and doing something different than the routine. And now that's, that's where the service comes in. So And it's a delicate topic to speak to a potential client or anybody about their fitness and their wellness journey. So like I said, you know, just being the type of people that we are and just thinking about, you know, how important that is in making somebody feel comfortable uh, involving themselves or taking that step and feeling that confidence to take that step in their life. And it's such, it's such a, important time right now, because like you said, we are dealing with a pandemic. We are dealing with people being at home, stuck at home for lengthy periods of time. And naturally we are social beings. I know I'm talking to social butterfly number one right here. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm definitely going to, again, but it it also comes from the verbiage and how we kind of view things. So yeah, I I, I love the way that you, you put it, that we are at home, but uh, I've had to personally kind of change up the way I saw it from being stuck at home to to being safe at home. Again, yeah. everyone says that it's not the safest thing, not the healthiest thing to healthiest thing to be outside, and and there's so much different variants of this. Again, we can't. I'm not going to go on about the conspiracy or what potentially is going on out there. Yeah. But um, just for me, I. I put it in my head that you know what if I am at home and I can make things work and then I'm safe at home and being safe with the people that I, I care about yeah. it gives me an opportunity to definitely work on again work on myself and continue to work on myself in different ways and spiritually like spiritually mentally um educate myself re- I read more um and then physically as well so um definitely again it, it's it's tough and it, it's been tough because I am a social butterfly, as you <laughs> may have known. Um, but even just like to, to find people to talk to that may be interested or someone that's looking for a program that we offer yeah. be- before you could find anyone at the mall. Right now, malls aren't even open. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just as people hear word of mouth or they know who I am, who the trainers are, they kind of come and check it out as, as, as we go. Yeah. What I've also found too, is that similar people gravitate towards people who share like the same vibe. Um, I've felt that with my clients. I've felt that with doing uh, the collaborations with you where, yeah, you, you like give off a certain energy and that's what you receive. And I think that's super important when it comes to a business. Like you don't want to just attract anybody. You want to be specific in the way that you present yourself so that you receive that same vibe uh, in return. Are you feeling that with the growth of Titan, the community is being built off of a similar vibe, no matter who's sort of coming in and out of the business or in the business, I shouldn't say out, but in, into the business and into the services? Um, yes, most definitely. And again, I think we, we started with the, the staffing yeah, and the people we chose to collaborate with, right. um, making sure that they, and you included have that vibe, have that energy, have that want, have, have that goal oriented, um, vision, and then letting that translate into our customers. Um, again, I don't want to say anyone's a bad customer. No. Um, and it's just. But sometimes you just don't vibe. 100%. You don't and, vibe. So it's like, it makes the relationship maybe a little tricky. And again, some people are difficult to yeah. deal with in certain circumstances. Yeah. Um, and it's all about just how, how everyone manages their emotions and, 
and behavior through different times. So um, yeah, we try to, we start with the staff and then from there, we just build into the clients, into the customers. And it's been, it's a, it's a great working relationship. Even when we work with, with youth, um, we have a lot of parents that are on board for what we're doing and, and they support what we're doing. And they, some of the parents do some classes and they send their kids to another class. And it's, it's just, that's been the, the success of where we started um, and, and where we hope to continue to grow. The highlight literally, and I've shared this with you multiple times. <laughs> I already know. Of my, you already know where I'm going with this. Um, of my Titan experience and collaborating with you was when we did your class or a couple of your classes together. Family day, family day event. A family day event uh, because you are a private school teacher, nine to five. Yes. So you're balancing, you know, your nine to five work with your, with Titan. And uh, that literally made, I was smiling from ear to ear the entire time. It was so much fun in the way that, you know, we got to work with the kids and it's important for them too. It's important for anyone at any age, especially during this time to get moving. But for them, you know, they're little, they have so much energy. So much. And to have a way to release it, I'm sure the parents were really thankful. <laughs> yeah, we actually got a lot of uh, parents asking if if that would be a regular occurrence, just because it was it was a lot of fun. And um, we're looking into it. We're looking into the logistics of as things open up, what what we're gonna look to to keep um, advertising and running. But things like that just make me happy because we were able to offer a free event on a day that people were home even though most people are home anyways and just build and grow the community into doing healthier things or a healthy habit or practice where if you can see that exercise is not a punishment um doing doing things that you would think or consider yourself um consider that exercise hard but it wasn't when you make it a game when you make it fun when you make it exciting and you have so many other people um, with a different uh, range of age. Now, when they grow up, if those habits are are developed and keep people like us keep pushing those practices, yeah, th- those are going to be the next people that work for Titan, or they're going to be the next trainers, the next building a legacy, building a legacy, or they're just going to be a healthier population where um, things like exercise, things like their health and well being is something that they will focus on in their everyday life versus not just something that you're like, oh, this is the problem. Now I need to fix it. Exactly. And I find it harder with this generation of young kids. I remember when we were kids, my mom would have to drag me in from outside. She'd be like, get home when the street lights turn on. And I'm just like, no, like, I just want to continue playing with my friends. And I feel like that's so different now. I feel like the kids now are just like this whole time. Screen time, screen time, screen time. Oh my God. And yeah, you made an awesome point where it's setting them up to know how important it is to educate themselves about their health and start off young. I feel, what was, who was the youngest kid there? Like five years old? Three. Three was three? The, three was the youngest. We're uh, starting on real young. <laughs> yeah. Titan's, yeah. Titan's about to go on forever. So yeah, yeah we need people to, to bring some youth. And again, I, the reason I like to collab is younger, older comes with more innovations, more ideas, things that how can we now involve what they love when it comes to screen time and make it fitness oriented? Yeah, um, a few getting screen time technically. Yeah, a, a few years <laughs> ago, um, one of the app developers came up with the whole idea of um, Pokemon Go, which yeah. was the, that whole um, app where they were finding Pokemon and kids were going on hour long walks trying to find try to catch them all and it's a crazy idea but i remember just collecting the cards hey and that was sitting down that was just lie and sit these guys had to walk and go get them and it was it was a great idea it was a great um invention for for what society has kind of developed into and so again that's why we continue to work with with everybody along that spectrum just to keep building these practices hopefully some new ideas come about 
It's great. It's we great. Got we got something going on here. Don't, I don't know. Worry. I know. We might have like an app idea in play, question mark. <laughs> don't say it too loud. I know I won't. I won't. Uh, okay. Let's end off with our lightning round. Uh, I feel like we could go on for hours talking about this subject. Um, but let's wrap it up with some lightning round questions. So oftentimes people jump into a business to reap the monetary gains. Is this the right mindset to have right off the bat? I think if you're looking for money when you start a business, it's it's going to drive you up the wall crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna take anyone away from doing their own thing and and jumping into things, but I think like everything else there's a, a process and there's progress and there's gradual success um it's it's i don't know maybe it might be a great one maybe it might be a bad one um the analogy of you don't jump into a friendship thinking about marriage yeah off day one sometimes again i guess maybe there is the the whole idea of love at first sight uh, but um again everything is is a process and there, there, there is going to be the ups, there is going to be the downs. So going into your business venture, whatever that may be, yes. if, if money's the only thing that drives you to do it, mm. you may be doing it for the wrong reason. And, and it goes back to like why we started. We started because we liked, we love sports. We're all sports or athletic enthusiasts. We have something that works for our personal life and we want to share that with others. Mm. Um, and again, if, you, if you're on the same vibe with other people, the money starts to come. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Totally agree. Okay. You're in a room with two of your favorite people. They don't have to be famous. Yeah. Who are they and how have they made an impact on you personally or business-wise? Two people. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to start with one. Uh, okay. I'm going to start with one and, um, this is actually a former coach of mine. Um, his name is Derek. All right. Um, shout out to Derek. And yeah, yeah. Shout out to, to Coach Derek. Um, <laughs> how the impact on my life and, and where I am right now and kind of how the business venture goes. He was coaching and training me in his driveway. Hmm. In in like this was we had practice um I was friends with his son and yeah. we would practice every day we we'd take the bus home from school get to his place he'd be like all right we're, we're gonna work on this so we work on whatever we had to work on then we get fed and he would drive us to practice Ooh, that's so nice then, then we had practice so it was it was a, a relationship where it was it wasn't just his job to coach and volunteer for those two hours a week and tournaments on weekends. He was full time in it and always did that personal development, always wanted us to to be better. And it wasn't just me. It was there'd be times where other kids on our team would bust to coach Derek's house and we have we'd have like training in front of his house. He wouldn't ask for a dime training in front of his house then a parent my mom someone would come pick everybody up take everybody to practice then we would practice there like he was resident all-time coach and I don't think he ever asked for that job I don't think he ever knew that it would come to be in the way that it was he took um, on the role but yeah he, he took it on and it was a personal thing he always wanted to win he always wanted us to be successful to grow into to great young men and I think there's no player that I've ever played with that would has anything poor to say about him because it was like he was so wholesome in regards to his purpose and drive and it was always the best to benefit us as as athletes us as basketball players us as men um into growing up he would sit in the car if we had gotten trouble be like hey we'd have these long talks and He'd never get down on you to the point where you were upset about it. Yeah. Like he'd say like, hey, like, 
things get harder as you get older and like there's life decisions and we all have choice and just those talks that you being in high school you need to have and if you don't have the right mentor you could pick the wrong road and um he was there for me for for my whole selection kind of all the way to university to the point where I teach his grandson now that's so crazy I, I yeah it's full, full circle. circle full circle he he called me up he's like hey um I know you're still coaching still training still doing your thing you got any spots or anything for my grandson I was like for real like <laughs> what, what? <laughs> oh, like, I'm gonna teach him everything that you taught me like what what he's like he's like I'm not I'm out of the game for the whole coaching uh, he's like but I know what you're gonna provide is quality service and and quality understanding so he just passed it back on to me so that's awesome uh, that's definitely premiere number one yeah all right let's just keep it to one for now perfect I'm happy um, I'm happy yeah. I'm happy <laughs> you're the like I don't have to think about a second <laughs> the second one the second one I had but I didn't really want to go there so I was like <laughs> I'm happy that's okay we'll share it for another episode um so, okay last question uh would you if you had a choice and explain why would you want to go back in time or would you want to visit the future and why oh <laughs> I've always thought about what the next five, 10, 15 years has in store. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say, I'm going to write that story. Yeah. I'm not going to go find it and see what it looks like and try to come back and change anything. Um, okay. I'm, I'm definitely looking at going back. I would go back. Why? And I I know personally I got some things that I would like to figure out a lot sooner. Okay. And um I wish I wish I had that opportunity when I did, but you know, life happens and it's where you, you continue and you grow from. So um it's not a loss. Not I don't think anything I'm regretting. I'm just saying it's definitely a lot of lessons learned. And if I could go back and figure those things out I, I would love to go back and change them but I'm not going forward I'll I'll write those stories now yeah it's an interesting question because I think personally for myself I think about that question a lot and just you know what could I you know woulda coulda shoulda yeah and then what's to come sometimes I'm just in such a hurry to be like okay like what's the next year gonna look just like come yeah and I think the most important thing is just to remain present and just appreciate what you have in the moment and appreciate the small things. I'm still learning that. Um, it's hard because I'm definitely the type of person who wants to plan ahead. I get yeah. that vibe from you as well. Um, always yeah, jump, I'm you, always jumping one step ahead now. And yeah, it, it's kind of crazy because I would say a few years back, I got into, I got really um involved in just living in the moment yeah and this is kind of where I would go back to because when I was just doing that and had no plans to the future and didn't think about what happened before um yeah sometimes I did spontaneous things that I'm like shoot I should not have done that <laughs> but um but then it's, you wouldn't be here today. Exactly. Wouldn't be where I am right now. So it's definitely helped make me and shape, shape where I am now. So I'm planning the future. We got a vision board of what tight needs to get done. Um, what I need to get done. Yeah. Um, but again, just again, I, I like that. Living in the moment, being present is, is important. And, yeah. um, but I'm still learning from the past. Learning, learning and, and living from those experiences to, to be better from the past. So just putting it all together. For sure. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this episode. This was so exciting. Uh, even, though, even though I've known you for a while, I got to learn some new things and I got to really understand how much of an impact uh, athletics, sports, coaches had such an impact on who you've become. Not only 
you know, personally, but also as a business owner, I think that that play and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that played a huge role in, you know, the business person that you've become and just, you know, how you plan certain things out and how you operate. I think a lot of that attributed to your experience as an athlete. I think there, if there's anybody or anything that, that kind of makes Titan and um, we kind of wrote just jokingly, like, who is Titan? We are Titan. Everybody's Titan. Um, because I think the people that were really significant in everyone's life that kind of shaped what the business is, kind of shaped who we are. So definitely coaches, teachers, other players, other trainers, um, and friends and, and family have just helped build to to what we are and who we are right now and who we, we continue to grow to be. Absolutely. And I'm really excited to see and to be a part of, you know, what comes next for Titans. So a lot of, a lot of fun stuff coming. I know. So, so be so, present. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can people find you? Where can people find Titan? Yeah. So we're on Instagram at Titan, T-I-T-A-N-X-A-T-H. Uh, we're also on Facebook at the same tag, the same the t- uh, Titan X ATH, and then online at www.titanxathletics.ca. So awesome. check us out. We're trying to update that information as things come. Sometimes we're a little behind because these restrictions just keep changing on us, um, but we are doing new uh, and improving things every day every week there's something for someone else Um, absolutely and if if anyone's lacking or in need of daily weekly motivation sometimes we do put out pieces there there's some nutrition stuff so definitely a place that you can check out to get anything athletics health wellness Um, and we've had some great collaborations from basketball trainers soccer coaches fitness professionals um, yoga instructors so there's definitely someone or something that anyone can find there. Including those, those nice shirts you have on the back and that sweater that you're wearing too. Yes. Including the Titan <laughs> apparel, join the Titan team with the Titan apparel. Um, that's just something because it's, it's street wear, it's workout wear, it's, it's everyday wear. Um, just because we are, we're trying to build a, a brand full of everything and, and cater to everyone. So yeah, those, those shirts are, are in the back. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you so much for your time. And like I said, would love to have you on another episode uh, to get an update and uh, just talk about all the exciting things that have happened. Cause I know a lot of exciting things are yet to come. Yet to come. So yeah, anytime, anytime um, it's going to be a busy, busier year than last year, but anytime you let me know and we'll make it happen. Awesome. Well, right. you have yourself a good evening now. depends on what time you're carrying (laughs) they're just getting started (laughs) talk to you later all right bye bye